Welcome to the Imagines Podcast by Prophet Adam Judas Kujo. God is raising a people for the last days. Trained, equipped, and deployed with the revelation of His word and truth to represent His life in all the nations of the world. Today's episode. Your words. Your words is the most and singular oh Jade I told some people somewhere that if I tell calf, that calf, I like you are looking good. You're looking nice. I like the way you are you are looking very nice. Keep one more in this. Do you want to happen to him? By this words I've spoken, he'll be happy. I didn't give him anything. I just spoke. Why? He's made up of words. So what will make him excited is words. What will make him live is words. What makes his existence is words. In the same regard, I can use words to mess his day up. A lot of you here, when you wake up, one wrong word, your day is off. I, thank you, sir. You have, over, you have not emphasized the power of words. So there's two things you have to do. You should know who speaks into your life. You should know who you give your ear to. So if you give your ear to a lot of people, you have no peace. And you know the painful part? You don't do it in discernment. If you did, you understand that Ahitophel is the uncle of Bathsheba. So all the things he's doing for David, there's background story. Joab is David's general because they have killed his brother. So he's using David's army for personal revenge. Oh, so if you don't take in some people around you, they are good, they are happy, but they have history, they have connections. So I hate of her. That's why when Absalom showed up, he moved. Because he said, now we can hurt this man. So he came to become David's assistant counselor because you messed my, my, my in-laws, my, ne- my niece's wedding. I know what I'll do. You accept everybody in your life. Every man of God. Every human being working, your boss in the office, anybody can talk to you and it's a big deal. You should know who you listen to. I don't give my ears to anybody. So he said, there's a way you, there's, he said, take heed how you hear. Take heed what you hear. So there's the what, Luke 8 said it and Mark 4 said it. There's the what and the how. Watch it. Not everybody will talk. There are some when you are talking, I block my ears. So I'm hearing you, but I'm not hearing you. You should practice that capacity. Oh, you are talking, man. I remember one man told me one time when I was working in government, he said, oh, go and take a loan. It's a non-tax loan, blah, 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 and buy a car. When he says, yes, sir. I didn't argue. I said, yes, please. As soon as I left, I smiled. Another man came to me who was a, 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 an accountant at the time, came to me and said, oh, um, I heard you want to quit and go and start ministry. You see, I'm also a pastor. I'm in my 50. I'm about to retire. When I retire, I have full time for the ministry. As he was talking, I knew that was not the counsel of God. And you know the shocking part? Child of God with the Holy Ghost. Prophet is teaching you all these things. Then you go to the office and some unbelieving boss gives you a certain suggestion that you are young, you are growing old, your ex are getting it. Why don't you pass somewhere and get a baby? And it becomes something that is in your spirit and you have kept it quietly. You didn't realize Satan was planting things in your heart. You don't hear anything by mistake. <laughs> no voice without, every voice has a, you, the day you are hot and you'll be shocked the things you heard, how they are working as suggestions. You'll be shocked like, hey, why am I thinking like this? It's something you heard. Do you know what he said? How can a young man keep his way pure? Huh? By what? Taking to you. Then he says, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I may not. That means that the words of Satan 
Have I hidden in my heart that I may freely... So the sins you sinned without you realizing how you did it was a hidden word of the devil that you stored. You didn't realize it. So there are words you hide. And they hide waiting for incubation. One day they'll just pop up and realize that ah, this sin happened. It's like you have to finish sin before you realize that what did I just do? And the young man called me and said, man of God, daddy, I've sinned. I said, what happened? He said, I've broken my vow to the Lord. I said, what vow is that? He said, I've done something. I've broken my virginity. I said, eh. And I said, what happened? He said, daddy, I don't know. It was on top of the person. I realized I've broken the vow. <laughs> he said, he doesn't know how that thing happened. Why? Thy word have I hidden. So when the word is hidden there, a word for sin, a word for corruption is hidden. You enter the thing before we need to say, what have I done? Yeah, because it's hidden. You know why? The proof that it's hidden is because prior to your decision to do it, there was no inhibition. Nothing preempted you till it was carried out before you came to yourself. It's a hidden word. Don't work with guys who talk about side chicks, who talk about how they are cheating on their girlfriends. If you work with them, you are hiding words in your heart. The day of opportunity. I told you last time, some of you are virgins by, uh, of, uh, by circumstance. The day you get a guy who is your crush, you would have lost your virginity sins. It's just I didn't get a chance. Something's true. It's lack of opportunity. So some of the sisters you see sisters, 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 it's lack of opportunity. So since opportunity is not present, I better focus on the Lord. But if opportunity is present, we'll lose our fire. And they're big and hoofy. That's what they say. Because it's opportunity that's not there. So some of you should thank God that you are still you are still single. Because there are things in your heart. You are hidden things in your heart. You are single, but you are saying, if I catch somebody's son, eh? it is a word you are hidden in. <laughs> there was a book that we used to use in English comprehension Obiba JK. <laughs> Obiba JK has taken the lead. <laughs> Obiba JK is running. <laughs> Obiba JK. Yeah. You have hidden a word in your heart. Why are words powerful? Now hear this. There is nothing you have done or are doing or will do that happened by mistake outside your words. It happened by what you said and what you agreed to that you are stored in your spirit. For instance, do you know some people go like, hmm, if this man was not married, then, <laughs> we'll see. Do you know what you just did? You've spoken something that has is incubating your heart. So the day the man misbehaves, that statement will meet the action. Because you just said that. Yeah. It's a word you've hidden in your heart. Say words are powerful. Say words are powerful. Now, I'll show you quickly. Of course, this thing Dr. George taught us beginning of the year, so I'll show you quickly. But this one part that's so important. Proverbs 18 verse 20 says what? A man shall be satisfied with the, a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and the increase of his lips shall he be filled. 21, quickly. Death and what? Uh, please repeat it. Death and? 
are. Let's repeat it again. Death and life. Do you realize he didn't say death and life are in the power of Satan? Do you also realize death and life, he didn't say, are in the power of God? So whether you live or die is a production from your tongue. It's not Satan's power. Neither is it God's power. If you learn this lesson today, you understand why he says in Matthew 12 that every idol word. Now, the, the picture for the reason the Bible used idol was the idleness of the word meant unintended, unmeant. You didn't mean it. It was a careless word. But he said you will stand in judgment. Now, that judgment is not like on the day of judgment, you stand before Jesus and Jesus said, that word, no, no. Judgment means that even your careless word you spoke has procured something in the spirit that you face in the days to come. That's why even your jokes should not enter into the extremities of vulgarity and profanity. Because the moment you enter that realm, the idle words have been energized. What that word also means is that careless and ineffective, they are also like inert gases. It means they are waiting for a day of activation. The careless words you said, they are waiting. Like, ah, me I can't, I can't, I can't. It's too much for me. I can't stand it. They look idle, but they are waiting for the day of activation. They are inert. They are inactive words. They are waiting for the day something will react with it. And there's legally. Something will happen to you and realize you can't really stand. You can't stand it. Words. <laughs> it's not Satan. It's not Satan who has the power. Neither is it God who has the power. He gave it to you. Your tongue. That means a child of God, anyhow your life will look like, you empower it by how you talk. I'm rich. When you hear me say that, I'm empowering a life of wealth. When I meet the wealthy, I don't beg. So no matter who is a billionaire I know personally, in, in, she, she, I'll ask you nothing. Empower, if you don't use your mouth, So it's not about you are, you, that's why I say you need revelation. Some of you, you say positive things because if I don't say prophet to talk, that's not revelation, that's tradition. You must meditate on why you must speak the right words. Job 6.25 says, how forceful are right words? I'm not broke. You know how, you know how I got my, you know what I kept saying? I said that anybody who is not the will of God for my life, I will never say I do to the person. That's what I said. That means that we can date, but if it is not God's will, we'll break up. Before I say I do, it must be God's will. I said that. It was a law I passed. Hallelujah. It's a law. This Any speech you give is a bill in the spirit waiting for a person. Don't joke with your words. Look at your life. How you were seven years ago. How you were last year. God give me a ministry that will grow me. Lord expose me to your word. You are probably hearing this because of what you declared two years ago. I'm telling you. You are not here by mistake. You spoke something. Nobody sees an examination resource and say, ah, I'm surprised. You usually say, I said it. It's not even I said it. I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you wrote. You know what you wrote. <laughs> it's not by mistake. You are not here by mistake. That means a child of God. 
Your future is... It's, it's, look, when you get like that, you understand why even the songs we sing in Ephesus, they are designed a certain way. For instance, there's a song. What was that song? That song that um, um, we're watching in the pastoral season. No, no, there's another one. Sinada, there's another one. Yes. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Do you know what you're saying? It means, you know, you are, you are, you are kind of invoking. So some of the, I've forgotten the hymn, but the hymn indicates that the person is a sinner presently, but it's only grace that has saved him. That means that he's saying that as he's standing now, he's still a sinner. You were a sinner who has been saved by grace. Move on! you're still dealing with sins now because you still see yourself as a sinner. Peter was angry anyhow. They called him Saint Peter. Stop saying you are not a saint because you are vices. He saved you. Look, as long as you are sanctified, the word saint is from the sanctified. Once you are sanctified, he said, and them that he sanctified, he made of all one. So he took, that's why he's not ashamed to call them brethren. So, and he sanctified us once and for all. So once we are all sanctified, we are, we are a saint. Stop talking anyhow. As for me, if someone talks to me, I can't stand it. You will not be able to stand it. Yes. Why not also say that when someone talks to me, no, I'll be able to stand it. I'm comported. Nobody can trigger me. I'm post. I'm, I'm cool, calm, collected. I walk, I walk, I walk in authority. That's how you talk. Forceful words are right words. Why don't you talk the right way? You stand in front of the mirror and say, my eyes are straightening. My eyes are straightening. My eyes see well. You know why? Because you will have whatsoever you say. You will have whatsoever you say. Your words is the compendium of how your life will go. You say, he that will love life and see long, how many days? He said, he must learn to keep his mouth. First Peter chapter 3 verse 10. So you have to learn to keep your mouth. It's not everything you say. People are saying, hey, it's difficult. And they come to you like, why are you not saying something? Like, it's not difficult. He that will love life and see good days, healthy days, blessed days, beautiful days, let him refrain his tongue from evil. That's why I told that evil here is anything contrary to God's word. And it's late for no God. The earth used me. Ghana gives me blessings. I can't be broke. The day a man gets pregnant is the day I'll see brokenness. That's how you talk. So you put it at impossibility communication. No, I can't. I know all things. You know, sometimes I lie down and say, Lord, my brains are optimum. I have a high absorption rate. You know, there are times, sometimes I start, how many of us seen me do it before? Sometimes I come out, I stand in front of me, I say, in the name of Jesus, if my IQ is 141, I increase 148. I increase my IQ. I increase, I talk like that. I talk like that. When I realize I'm forgetting things, I don't forget anything. Scriptures are alive. The word of God is alive in my spirit. The word of God is alive in my brain. You don't have what you have not said. If you see a man operating at a certain frequency of breakthrough, ask him and listen to how they talk. Some of you are talking to me, it's like a Tourette syndrome. Daddy, it's not, no, don't say that. 
It's like, I don't even think about how you feel. I'll correct you. No, reverse what you just said. Because I understand what you just did. You've passed a law in the spirit. Your life is not in the power of Satan. It's in the power of your words. That's why here it is. It will help you. Satan cannot speak for you. He will massage your emotions to speak your own death. Satan will massage your own emotions to speak your own failure. He can't do it for you. Because life and death is not in the power of Satan. It is in your tongue. So how can he get you to condemn yourself? He will massage your heart. You are not prepared. You are not ready. It can't work. Will you be a good wife? And as you begin to feel that way, the abundance of the heart, you will say it by mistake. You know, if you comport yourself in front of us, you will say it in your bedroom. The word, you've hidden it. It will show forth. I told you I went on a detox, word detox. I don't watch anything. So up to date, ask my wife. When I ask her, how is it going to end? Is somebody dying? Ghana, we call it the jack. English, they call it what? Protagonist. An antagonist is the killer. Am I lying? So I ask, who is dying? Is it the prota or the anta? When they say antagonist is dying, I say wonderful. I don't like movies that the guy who is doing good dies and evil succeeds. I won't watch. You know why? I'm programming my mind. I'm programming my mind for victory. It was said of the late Benson in Dahosa, he never put his car in reverse gear. No, so that, so that his brain knows that we never reverse. So if I have to come to this spot, I'd rather go straight, turn, come here, and I'll come here. I'll, I'll use reverse, it's a lie. Um, you, if, if I wish you had time to spend time with the great apostles of faith, you will notice their nuances they communicate. Even their daily posture is designed to empty negativity. It won't allow it. You can't talk about that. One day someone came to the, uh, someone entered Bishop Oedipo's house and said, mm, I sense an evil spirit here. He stood up and said, mm, you brought them. <laughs> you brought them. They don't stay here. That's the level. You entertain all sorts of things. Some of you young people are about to marry. You have people calling you in dreams. I had a dream you had divorced your wife. I had a dream you were fighting. If you don't stop that rubbish, it will continue forever. I'm telling you. You must, you must know. Oh, Jesus Christ. You must know the right words. Why do you let everybody control your life? Because of the things you're saying. It won't happen. I make it in life. I can never fail. The lines have fallen onto me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. I command. I'm a money magnet. I command it in the millions of dollars. I break limits. Recently, one of my sons called me and said, He said, Prophet, by the grace of God, for a long time, I finally sold this house. And I said, Hey. He said, And, and for the first time, I, I've received a commission of $30,000. Commission for selling a house. Before they will bless him, whoever he helps at the house. And I said, you see why he took you a year? He said, prophet, you've been saying it. I said, yes. You have not seen $30,000 before, one-time payment. So they were breaking threshold. I said, now that you have broken it, expect $150,000. Expect $200,000. Then when you get there, by the same protocol, this is wisdom that is profitable to direct. The energy you used to break into $30,000, increase the momentum so you can enter $100,000. Because when you enter $100,000, your limit is $999,000. 
Because there's a treasure in the spirit. If you, you see, some, you have to do some analysis of your life. You notice that there are some things, people bless you up to 999 Ghana City. It never hits thousand. When you break into the thousand because you gave thousands, you realize that people give you up to a certain limit in the thousands. You've not yet entered the tens of thousands. When you also break by that giving, you now enter. If I give thousand dollars, God is, God owes me a tithe as my highest treasure. So to enter 100,000, I have to move to 10,000. That's why $1 million won't find you by mistake. It seems close, but there's a threshold. I'm getting there. <laughs> Jesus. This last point I'm bringing here is that it's a strong force to repair bridge. It's a strong force. Start using your mouth. The ship is sinking. Start talking. Stop following your, your classmates. Oh, we all applied for universities in America. They are not minding us. They don't mind me. Do you know how I worked in government? At the time I was about to work, they said, IMF had given a law that no person should be employed. I said, not to me. Because me, I don't want to work. God said I should go and work. It's not now the term because of IMF, I work. I'm working. Oh, by the time they realized they've employed me. And the shocking part was when they interviewed me at civil service head office, I told them. They said, how long do you want to work at them? I said, two years. They said, hey. And strangely, I was the youngest amongst the panelists. He said, you are the youngest amongst here, but you are the one who wants to work the least. I said, yes, I'm not here for long. So by the time I'm getting there, my mind, why? I've done the mass. The highest paid civil servant is nowhere compared to what I desire. Then he needs to have to become a thief. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me, I'm not insulting anybody, but that's the truth. He must have to become a thief and add zeros and squeeze and steal people's honorarium so I'll, I'll buffer mine. I said, no, I can't be here for long. Because there are some environments when you stay there for long, you start thinking wrongly. So I knew that I have a limit here. I can't stay here for long. Don't enter a job and when they pay you 10,000 Ghana, you're happy. Be wise. You are much more than 10. Can I tell you something? Can I say this with all humility? Any institution that pays you a lot of money means you are more than that. If you are working and they pay you $5,000, can I tell you something? It means you are four times worth. But this is what they can afford. That's why at a certain level, when you want to quit, they beg you. So what they are, they beg you to negotiate your amount. You know why? Because actually they are giving you a portion of what they make. But they are making much more from your expertise. Think about it. So in the day God tells you, leave and what you have saved and prepared for, go and start your own consultancy. Fear not. Move. Move and let God's name be glorified. <laughs> Before God yanks you out of that place by events and politics and pain and everything you had will now go to zero. There are much more. So how do you talk from today? Start speaking like that. The next time you write an employment letter, there will be weight on your em- application because you said you are much more. So a lot of you here, there's a bridge you must repair. You are much more than the salary they are trying to pay you. But you feel that, e 3,000, oh man of God, it's not bad. And you see people come to you with an application, they don't pay me 3,000, they're happy. I'm, oh, 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 oh. I'm sad. Spend 30 days and they pay you 3,000. I'm not saying be greedy, but I'm telling you that if you accept it, accept it on the basis that this is foundation, there's much more in me. Otherwise, you know what? The way they pay you every month has a way of keeping you like a puppy on a leash. You will never dream big again. It will make you think that 3,000 is your cap. 
Because they've, they've salaried you there. And you see Christians who believe that 3,000 what God used to take care of them every month. But they are lying. Because if you do the math, there is no way in this present Ghana that 3,000 took care of you. There is a magic happening somewhere. You must decode it. <laughs> you must decode it. You will notice that it's always God and his grace. Say, I'm rich. I'm a plutocrat. Every time you calculate a plutocrat's wealth, by the time you are done calculating, it has increased. So you can never arrive at the full worth of a plutocrat. That's what it means to work in plutocracy. It means that by the time you say, Prophet Adam is worth $100 million, at the end of the dot you put on the balance sheet, I've gone to 150. So by the time you come after two weeks, I'm now 700. You're like, ah, in two weeks, you increase by 600. And by the time you're done with that evaluation, I've moved another 100 million. That's plutocracy. So you can never ascertain. So you can say they are about. Because the truth of our wealth is not in what we have in the account. It is what has left us. That's why I tell you to record. So you can know how rich you are. Because I wish that it abounds to your account, which is in heaven. So whatever is leaving you is the real definition of what you are worth. You know what it means? If something can leave you and you didn't die after I left you, then you are really worth it. Because if $7,000 left you and you were able to eat, bath, drive, and $7,000 left you this month, then boy, you are rich. Because some people keep $7,000 it's not enough. Proverbs 13.3, add that scripture. Of course, 2 Timothy 1.13, Paul said to Timothy, Give, he said, hold on to sound words. After the pattern you have seen in me. 2 Timothy 1.13. Proverbs 13.3 says what? He that what? Keep his mouth, keepeth his life. Uh-huh. He opened his mouth, shall end up... Another version says, a talkative. It's not everywhere you talk. Some places you have to be quiet. Learn to be quiet. Some of you are proud to be talkative. As for me, I talk. Well done. You will say everything you are thinking. And everybody will know what you are thinking. But Isaiah 41 verse 15 says, He will give you a sharp, threshing instrument. Isaiah 41 verse 15. I will make you a new sharp, threshing instrument. Having teeth. That thou shalt thresh the mountains. Now he's saying the threshing instrument, which is actually uh, a sickle. But he said the sickle has teeth. Now this sickle is like a sword, it's like a double edged sword. It can cut the grass. But he said this sickle has teeth. And we know that the double edged swordness of the word is the double stoma. Stoma is double mouth. Hebrews 4:12. The word of God is double edged. The word edge is mouth. So the word of God is double mouthed. So he will give you a sharp threshing instrument which has teeth. He's speaking of your mouth. Your mouth is the instrument that has teeth. Bible says you will thresh the mountains and beat the hills. That means that any mountain in front of you, speak to it, you come down. You come down. You will not survive in my body. Do that for two weeks. You will see that the symptoms you had two weeks ago has left you. Stop owning sicknesses. I have allergy. I have this. I have lupus. I have autoimmune. Who told you? I have alopecia. Who told you? Who told you? Use your mouth to trash that mountain. And stop owning it. Because sometimes owning a sickness makes you live in victimhood. 
You feel you deserve a certain dimension of uh, uh, um, excuse because you are not. No. That's what the man said in 38 years. If anybody can help me, then I would have been healed. And Jesus said, you're not serious. How long have you been here? I have nothing. Because until God gave it to me, I don't have it. He said, a man has nothing the Lord did not give him. So I asked you a simple question. If God gave you that sickness, then I permit you to say you have that allergy. That's how you think. So when I rewired my thinking, God told me, I don't give sickness. So never say you have. Because if you have it, then I give it. A man has nothing save that which God gave him. So if you have it, you are saying God gave you that autoimmune sickness and you have called God a liar. You have cursed God. That's how to curse God. To wrongly accuse God of giving what he cannot give you. So I can't have it. Because God can't give it to me. And if God can't give it to me, then wherever it came from, whatever breach in the spirit, by my mouth. I estricate. Look, you have to command spiritual surgical seizures and procedures. Speak every curse in my family by the word of my mouth. I am a repairer of the breach. I separate myself. That's how you talk. This pattern ends where it ended. It is not continuing my life. You speak like that. Your family, everybody gives birth to one for the past four generations. In my day, because of the breach, I will give birth to four. You talk like that. Oh, you got to. You got to. Because there's a realm you get to. Double portion is not enough. Another realm you get to. Hundred four is not enough. You need to enter 1,000. Because you are a repair of the breach. Sharp treasure instrument. That means every morning you wake up. Every morning, hip the mountain one more. Because Bible says you are treasuring it. So God has told you you will marry. For three years, that prophecy is hanging. It's waiting for the threshing instrument of your mouth. Because Bible says what? He will what? Beat it small and make the heels like chaff. It means behind the heel is your breakthrough. Behind the mountain is your testimony. But something is standing between what has been promised you. Use your mouth to hewn it down. I walk in my thousands. We own properties. You speak like that. There are people waiting for us to build. He said, I have some guests in my office. He said, man of God, God told us that any building you are doing now, we are ready to support. And God has put on our hearts to build one of your auditoriums. He said, when the time is up, we will build it. You, you are there. People have purposed. He said, I had a dream and God commanded me. That in the day you are building, there's a building I have to build for the ministry. So by the time you realize, you're like, ah, this is, it's not magic. We've been speaking it. I told you I spoke it. A day is coming. We have a hunger. We are in our city. Helicopters are landed there. It's not for show because we'll not put it on the internet for anybody's gain. We know why we have helicopters. We know why. So that we can do charitable works. When there is war in Liberia, when there is war in any country, we will fly our jets there and drop it in the air like humanitarian aid. That is why we have such things. There's a thinking process to it. I told you that if there's no revelation behind it, then we have entered ritual. So we are not copying any manner without God telling us why we must have ours. 
Don't joke. There are high level things happening here. And God will start with you. I said God will start with you. Yes. All the testimonies you have received so far is nowhere compared with what is coming. Yes. I said you have entered the season of rest. Yes. <laughs> and in rest you speak. Sit in your room and say, Kadolia tire. This month they approve my contract. Speak in your room. And when you wake up in the morning, there will be oppositions in the office. But enforce what you said. That what I said must come to pass. It's not been done before. But in my day, I will own two positions in two different institutions. And there will not be contradiction. As you speak it, a law will be made just especially for you. Let it be a sharp stretching instrument. Tomorrow morning when you wake up, speak. My day is perfect. I have favor on the road. I have favor with Uber drivers. You need favor everywhere. So when you enter the Uber, your, your declaration makes any nonsense, disobedient, arrogant Uber driver. There's an Uber driver syndrome, something happening. I say Uber driver syndrome. But when you declare, you sit in the car, there's favor. I have favor with policemen. I have favor with fellow pedestrians. I have favor with fellow drivers. So because of that declaration, nobody comes to hit your car because you have declared favor before you left the house. Even your car requires that declaration. I believe you were blessed by this episode. Please find the full message on YouTube at Ephesus Gathering. You can also find Prophet Adam on Instagram at Official Prophet Adam. Please note that it's a verified account. The Lord bless you.